Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. Uh, I'm your not host, Evan. And we have a guest not host tonight, Kim. Hi. That's Kim. Yep. Ronnie's not here. It's like dad's not home. We can do whatever we want. Whatever we want. This is our podcast now. We're throwing a party. We invited Kim. Yeah. Yep. I'm and, here in normal party. And some, Just me. And we invited some dinos. No, I don't want any dinos- dinosaurs at the party. Oh, well, they're here because we're talking about Terra Nova tonight. I think we should invite dinosaurs. They're big and they got teeth. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of the best things about Okay, so like this, this is... show is a really good example of why you don't want dinosaurs living in the spaces where you're living. So, as our icebreaker tonight, let's go around the circle and say our favorite dinosaur. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's so tough. So oh, many. I, think I know. It's so easy. What's your favorite? T Rex. Not not because it's like big or awesome or the coolest or the scariest, but because it's got those tiny little arms. There's <laughs> dinosaurs with tinier arms. I just like learned what? recently. There's dinosaurs, big big dinosaurs that have even weirder little like flappy vestigial. Arms. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right. I'll well, show you I later. Yeah. No, there. It's crazy. So I think my favorite dinosaur is, can I say two? I'm kind of torn. Well, can I say another one? You say sure, two? you can say two. Okay. No, this is, not, this is not a communist podcast. Pterodactyls I mean, are amazing. That was my first one. Yeah, I love pterodactyls. And those things with like the armored shell and like the big bony tail. And Kylosaurus. That, I don't think that's the name. That is it. I'm going to agree. That was my favorite when I was a little kid. Nice. And Kylosaurus. It was the real ugly one. Yeah. Yeah. It was an armadillo. But yeah. yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Those um, are my two. I'm going to say my favorite is uh, Quetzalcoatlus, which was the biggest pterosaur ever. It was like giraffe size, but it could fly. Like wow. it had a wingspan the size of like, like a small skyscraper. Why has that never been in a Jurassic Park movie? That thing sounds fucking badass. I don't know. Well, they've only ever found a couple of bones, and they know how big it was, like based on those couple of bones. But they, I mean, I guess that's never stopped Steven, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Not knowing what a dinosaur so looks, looks like. like. He, he made up a fucking dinosaur and just put it in there, and then he just got lucky that they found one that kind of looked like it. Yeah. All right. Do you have a second one since we both said two? Uh, Deinonychus. Which one's that? That's the one that a Velociraptor actually looks like. A Velociraptor mm. doesn't really look like that. But Deinonychus mm. looks like those Velociraptors. Cool. In the Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. So on Ending Pending, we discussed television shows that have only lasted for a single season. Our favorite viewer slash listener, because I guess you don't do anything when you listen to our podcast but certainly requested we do terra nova so we started terra nova we covered the first episode which is a two-parter and then we covered episode three so one two and three evan you want to give us a rundown on what the hell terra nova is about okay um so you might have got in the wrong impression because we were talking about dinosaurs but it's actually the future and everything's weird uh, the planet is dying. It's a post-apocalyptic type. Well, I guess mid-apocalyptic scenario. There's people like alive and stuff, but everything's terrible. The air's unbreathable. The earth is dying, and um, they discover like some kind of fluke in the time stream that lets them send people back 
85 million years. But they can only go one way, and that's the only spot that they can go to, evidently. I really thought that was weird because the Earth is only like 12,000 years old, and so they would have gone back to nothing. All right. And that's a liberal stance, too. You know, a lot of people think I'm a liberal heathen for that, and they think the Earth is only 7,000. Okay. Anywho, you know there were there were keep keep talking about your sinner science show. You know there were people that were around like longer than seven thousand years ago, like human people. Well, yeah, twelve (laughs) thousand. That's why I have my liberal stance. Okay. Seeing as how the show doesn't end immediately after they go through the wormhole, (laughs) yeah, uh, we're just gonna assume that. Well, here, Andy, it's like clearly a sci-fi show, so don't worry about it. Don't worry your little brain too much about it. Okay, it's all made up. It's just fake. Yeah, it's just a fake made-up TV show. Just like your fake science. Anyway, uh, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, it's the future. Everything's weird. They discovered a hole in the time stream, and they can go back eighty-five million years. So they've established a colony. Uh, there's a family, the father of which was imprisoned for several years because they had too many children, and that's not allowed in the future where everything's dying. Um, his doctor wife got recruited into this, uh, colonization program, and she hatched a plan to break him out of jail and bring all their kids along, and so they turn up in the past. Um, that's the setup. In episode two, we learned that, well, okay, there's a settlement, there's, uh, there've been ten, ten, they call them pilgrimages, where they send groups of people back, so they've established, like, a society. Uh, and then there's a faction that has split off from the society, and, uh, they're set up as the antagonists in episode two. They call them Sixers, because they're from the Sixth Pilgrimage, they're the bad guys, quote-unquote. They're huge uh, Philadelphia 76ers fans. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that so means. It's a basketball team in Philly. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, you say Their so. mascot is Hops, or Hoops. He's a bunny that can dunk. Wait, it's Hoops, not Hops? I'm, it's Hops or Hoops, I don't know. I'm not a sportser. Okay. Uh, um, anyway, so... Uh, learn about the bad guys. I'm getting so off track with your, your strange, your strange deviations. Bad guys. It's part of my charm. And then the teenager of the main character family meets some other teen friends, and they go off doing teen things in the woods, like driving fast cars and drinking booze and skinny dipping. And they get trapped out beyond the wall and get attacked by dinosaurs and need rescuing. This is network TV, though, so the skinny dipping was. Fully clothed. Yeah, but, they, they had bathing suits on. But we we know how teenagers really are. Let's be real. They were they were like, you know, we know. Um, then episode three was um, uh, kind of a bad version of Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, except it was the pterosaurs. Um, the whole settlement gets attacked by this species of pterosaur that migrates every nine years or whatever and oops they accidentally built their whole civilization on where they lay their eggs and so now they're viciously attacking people because they're just animals and they just want to lay their eggs so they would have checked that before they built a whole civilization well that's i mean we'll get to that but they very stupidly 
uh, did know that because they found a bunch of eggshells and they were like, oh, let's build here anyway. I suppose the portal did open up right there, though, so it would be a little inconvenient to make everyone hike to their settlement just because there are some nests there. Mm. Whatever. All right, so guys, I'm going to be Ronnie this episode, okay? Okay. I'm going to be real enthusiastic and happy, and I'm going to like everything. Okay. Um, Evan. Are you going to make a lot of musical theater references? Ooh. Uh... My fair lady, Hamilton. Those are the only two that you could think of. I don't know why I did like a taco. Yeah, there, you did. But, um, shit. Rent. That's also one. Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, do the thing. Anyway. Um. All right. So, Dad, <laughs> aka Ronnie, uh, told us to do a different, a different format. So this we're gonna time. we're gonna give we're gonna switch shit. it we're up. We're gonna talk over each other. We're gonna. We're gonna switch it up, and first we're gonna we're gonna talk about did the show work so far, and then we're gonna talk about our likes and dislikes. So, Andy, why don't you go first? Evan, did it work for you? <laughs> um, I like how you just threw that back at me. It worked. Just like, it I worked couldn't... for me. Can I go? Yeah, yeah, you, you go. go. It worked for me. There's dinosaurs. And that's not the only reason, but that's probably the main reason. The biggest reason. Yeah. The characters are okay. They're pretty bearable. And I'm curious to see what happens next. Here we, here we go. Yeah, like the plot actually, it, it's there and there's things happening. <laughs> it doesn't sound like high praise, but I mean... I saw a few episodes of Selfie, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, you hear that, Ronnie? Pretty pretty garbage. Yeah. All right. I mean, comparatively. Yeah. Do you want to go next, Evan, or should yeah, I Yeah, no, I'll go next. Um, it is, It's working for me so far. I'm going to say, like, just barely, though, because I, I really enjoy the plot. I think the, the premise is really solid. It's it's really unique. It's an interesting sort of post-apocalypse perspective. Uh, so that's working. The di- dinosaurs are always a plus, but uh, I think the character is really weak. I think Kim and I are kind of in agreement on that. But I'm 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 knocking off more points for the yeah, characters. Yeah, you're being more really upset weak. about yeah. the characters. I think I like characters. I like character-driven narrative, and I think the characters are very weak. All right, uh, Andy. Yeah, Evan. Is the show working for you? It is. It is working for me. Uh, so my boy, Movie Bob, he's got a YouTube channel. Check him out. Uh, he's not my boy. Like, I don't know him. But I really like his channel. Uh, my grown-ass man. But... <laughs> he, he, he's a good critic, boy. Anyway, uh, he talks about pretty frequently that, like, it's absurd to him that Hollywood thinks the only people who can do dinosaurs are Jurassic Park. And I agree, that's absurd. Dinosaurs should be in way more shit, and they're yeah. not. And Terra Nova was just like, fuck it, we'll do dinosaurs. And they're doing dinosaurs pretty well. So yeah, it's working for me. I also think the show does mystery really well. I'll get into that more later, but like, I dig that. And uh, yeah, I'd agree that the, the characters, for the most part, are garbage, but all of the supporting characters are really interesting, so they get bonus points back for that. All right, 
let's take it back to Kim. What did you uh, what did you like about each episode? In episode one, I like the devices that they use in order to get the family to get the plot rolling. I like the concept of of the child, the children laws and having yeah one child to, policy yeah, except those kinds way of more way more extreme yeah i thought that was an interesting device to add in there well i'm just gonna jump right into episode two because building off of what andy said um thinking about it now um those supporting characters that they introduced in the second episode i also really liked them yeah. for, for some reason those supporting teenager characters were much more interesting than the son character. I feel like if the show had just focused on, like, this house of hippies that are all, like, polyamorous and and pansexual, like, that would have been, like, a way more interesting show to have, like, this house of hippies contrasted to this very, like, militaristic and structured society. Like, that would have been a really interesting show. Or when that, um... The lady who's in charge of the Sixers is like this really like badass in charge black woman. If the show had just focused on her, that would have been a much better show. Like when she showed up, I was like, that's the most interesting character. Uh, I think I looked over to you, Kim, and was like, that's the most interesting character. Yes, you did. She knows some shit. She's onto something. Anyway. Yeah. It is kind of interesting so, uh, that they chose to like set up all this plot and this this thing with the Sixers and then focus the show on like a random family that came back on the came through on the tenth pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to do like this family driven narrative. And the only family member that I really like is the science daughter. And for the most part, she says, uh, so far the show's ignored her. And I'm like, no, like, focusing on the kid who's obsessed with dinosaurs and knows everything about science would be way better than focusing on the whole family. The the CGI and the effects, the dinosaurs, they don't look that bad. Like, they're, it's pretty dated at this point, but it doesn't, like, take me out of the show whenever they show up. Because yeah. you know there are going to be a ton of dinosaurs, and they had to deal with that. That's their selling point. We're yeah. the show with the dinosaurs. So they had to break out their visual effects budget and try to make it work and film it in a way that wasn't going to be really annoying. And it didn't take me out of the moment whenever they showed up. So, um, I kind of jumped on Kim's point about the supporting cast, but I, I really do like the supporting characters. And I think they're overall uh, more compelling and interesting than the family, which, you know, good job that the side cast is really good. Maybe not so good that the, the main family is eh. but uh, i think the show does mystery really well so in the first episode you don't know what the pilgrimage or what terra nova is till it happens and i thought that was really cool and compelling that they kept talking about it and you weren't quite sure what the deal was um i also thought uh that the dinosaurs for the most part look pretty good i like all the the tech that they have in the past two, like the doctor was using like dinosaur leeches and like it's kind of this old tech, but like new tech. Uh, all the weapons look cool. I'm a big fan of fantasy and science fiction weapons and they're fucking neat. Uh, and the vehicles are cool too. They're, they're real neat looking. So there's uh, a lot of stuff for the props department. They're doing a great job. And I think my last point is going to be that 
Yeah, I actually don't have another point. That's all the stuff I like so far. Um, I, I thought overall the third episode was kind of a downer, so I don't have much to say good about that one. But the other shit was good. One and two were really good. Evan. Uh, yeah. In in episode one, like their establishing shot, the very first shot where there was like a wide angle and it zoomed in on the the city that was falling into ruin, the technique and the music that they used is exactly the technique and music that they use when they're zooming in on the pyramids of Giza. Like it was this like drum beat like music like very primitive sounding music that they use in like documentaries or whatever and uh i was like "Ooh, that's poignant they they did a good job there like this is the the ruins of mankind but it's like a city that people still live in because they have no other choice so that was that was good that was good device um i'm i'm really with everybody on that the the family was not that compelling but uh i love post-apocalyptic shit i love really grim stuff like that so i was immediately hooked in in episode one um and uh i applaud how they like really covered their butts by saying like well this is a different time stream like so stuff can be different from the actual like they thought that out well they they put some padding into the narrative so that they can say that like things that clearly didn't happen in the fossil record are actually happening because we we want them in the show um i also like the the military leader of the um of terra nova like the the guy in charge he's a general or something like that uh i i hate him as a person i instinctively distrust him but he's a good character like i think he's he's meant to be that way he, he he's got like a charismatic like patent way about him but at the same time you're like this guy's kind of skeevy like I don't, yeah something going on i don't quite trust him yeah and um so i think that they they've set up their world well they've done their world building um the, the conflict with the Sixers is pretty interesting because you know that's going to happen. Humans can't cooperate for any any significant period of time without having some kind of major cataclysmic disagreement of some kind. Or, they brought a shit ton of guns with them, so of yeah. course someone's going to use them. Yeah. Like, so, totally believable. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about episode three either. That was... By far the weakest episode, I think. So, mm-hmm. let's segue then into into dislikes. I have a question for you, actually. Yeah. Since you like the post-apocalyptic element of the first episode so much, how do you feel about the fact that it it's... Po- I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that we won't ever be revisiting that environment or any of those Well, assets. this like this is still a post apocalypse. They're still like trying to rebuild society from the ground up mm-hmm. because they've got a limited population. They've got like threats out there that they don't know how to deal with. They've got limited resources and limited technology because they can only take through so much on each journey, I guess. So, really thematically, it's very much the same. It's I was actually sort of hoping that it would be not unlike The Walking Dead, 
where it's like about zombies, but it's not really about zombies. It's about people like trying to like survive, survive and like reestablish some kind of a social group like in the wake of some kind of major disaster. And that's kind of what this is, except it's dinosaurs instead of zombies. Mm-hmm. And they're a little better off. Like they've got nice like houses and like prefab houses. But And I assume they get regular supply drops. Yeah. So they're better off than in Walking Dead. But, you know, conceptually, frame-wise, similar idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, dislikes. Segwaying into dislikes. Who wants to go first? I'm ready. You're ready. Go yeah. for it. Get all them good, good dislikes before we can jump on them and talk about them. So the first thing I have to talk about is episode three. The birds looked bad. They did not look good. I really wish they had used puppets or something like that, and I get that they probably didn't have the budget. But puppets the, are cheaper than CGI, like generally. Not if you need a shit ton of them. I mean that's true, but they could have. They, there are ways to film but that. Like they the, could have done done like tight zoom shots. They just didn't look good, and I don't know why they looked so much worse than the dinosaurs. Because overall, the dinosaurs I thought looked pretty good, but the birds looked noticeably bad to me. So that's got to be like my first point. Uh, when you're doing an episode about bird monsters and you show the bird monsters frequently, they got to look good. And I don't think they looked good. Um, my other, like, this might be a weird issue, but the fact that like the two main male heroes, one is a military general and one is a cop, like, maybe it's just because I'm liberal, but I'm just like, oh. I rather focus on like the doctor or something. Like I don't know if I can get really like hard behind either of these two dudes. Uh they both like seem kind of untrustworthy. Especially the the dude who's the cop, the husband, like the third episode, basically he's a dick to his wife the whole episode. So that was really hard to get behind he's like oh like we only got asked like you only got recruited because your old boyfriend's trying to bone down with you while i'm in prison like it's like no she has like three doctorates or something that was like real shitty of him to like say and like i was just like wow you're a bad dude like you're not a good husband like that's terrible uh maybe trust your wife and like believe that she's a really talented doctor because she fucking is don't just assume that someone's trying to, like, bring her back through time so that she can, like, bone her ex. Also, we've been shown in the narrative that she's a good doctor. <clears throat> like, she she has... Repeatedly done she's awesome saved medical several shit. people. Yeah, so, like, she's clearly, like... She's clearly instrumental in this society's functioning. And the general even said that they were, like, happy to have her and glad that she came. Also, not only is she a badass doctor, she broke you out of prison. Your ass would be rotting there still. Like, dying because you can't breathe the air. Anyway, I don't like the main dude is what I'm getting at. Like, he's, like, hardcore Mr. Cop and, like not supportive husband and he seems to be kind of a bad dad too so all around he's just kind of unlikable i guess he's a good cop though so he's got that going for him but um the other thing is i think the daughter is way more interesting than the son and so far they've spent way more time on the shitty son like 500 percent more time on the son and so so much time and the science girl just gets dropped in there i love the idea of a 16 year old who's obsessed with dinosaurs and science 
is now like getting sent back in time and she should be the most important person like you'd think the dinosaur expert would like be vital whereas the son who's just kind of like an angsty shitwad he just with, really doesn't want to be there even though yeah, the future is dying and sucky is like getting all the screen time and i'm like no like i'd much rather watch a show about the science daughter um what else i mean i think those are like my major points I do really love the mystery they've established with the general and with the Sixers and like the show's doing a lot really well. I just find the son and the dad to be pretty unlikable and it spent the most time on them. Thankfully, the son's supporting characters, his hippie friends are like really great. Um, so like overall, I'm still like giving the show like a huge thumbs up, but the, the two main people they've spent time on are tough kim what about you yeah that son character is really not working for me it's like they tried to think of the most vanilla boring (laughs) character that they could uh, and uh and gave him a lot of screen time and i mean i didn't dislike the dad or even the general as much i think because they were just eclipsed by how much i didn't like the son character i i didn't like even the motivation that they tried to give him to, like, explain his angst and how he was going to be real mad at his dad and the relationship that he had that he had to leave behind. Because I get that. I was like, okay, you're going to the, you're getting sent to the past and you have to leave your girlfriend behind. And then, like, the first day that he's in the past, he meets some new girl. And it's like, you can't, you can't be mad about You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't be, like, immediately, like, clearly supposed to be like some kind of romantic setup with this girl and also be like oh, i'm so heartbroken oh, comfort me pretty lady can i just say too that if you get sent twelve thousand years to the past In and five million years yeah uh if you get sent twelve thousand years to the past to where there's dinosaurs and you think you're a badass for skipping survival dinosaur orientation like that doesn't make you cool bro <laughs> that makes you an idiot there's fucking dinosaurs. They're going to eat you. Learn how to survive. Don't also, skip orientation. There's literally plants that you ain't ever even conceived of. Like, there's shit that's got to be poisonous. It's that, like, like Australia, but a million times worse. Yeah, like, you could just, like, lean on a tree and drop dead. Like, you have no idea. What a dumbass. Anyway. Anyway, Kimmy. Strange and- plants like dragon fruit. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is this weird past put? Uh, we bought it at the grocery store. I loved the plastic pineapple, too. There's a scene where people are bartering, and it's so clearly a plastic pineapple. Anyway, Kim, anything else you didn't like? Um, He plays the guitar. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop ranting about this one character. Um, things, Actually, a small thing I did like, which I didn't mention, actually. I liked that the, the girl who he does sort of, like, become interested in, who who shows him all her friends and is living on her own because something apparently that we don't know of yet happened to her parents, which I'm a little curious to find out what that is because I feel like it's intertwined with the general somehow. But I liked that she wasn't actually his daughter because that's... I feel like that's a big cliche that they went out of their way to possibly avoid. Like, the whole, oh, you just showed up on your first day, and you met the daughter of the guy in charge of the place, and you guys are gonna have a thing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of glad that they avoided that, but, um, 
I'm not gonna talk about the third episode. Same reasons. Um, well, the thing that irritated me most about the third episode is not the thing that irritated you guys most. The love triangle? The, <laughs> the love triangle, or the attempted setup for a love triangle, was the worst. It was. That wasn't my most hated thing, but I'll mention that. The uh, doctor mom, the the mom doctor who is cool, who's a good doctor, Um, she happens by a bizarre coincidence to run into someone who was on another pilgrimage that she happened to date in college and they were like catching up and like shooting the shit and having a good time and then her husband's like jealousy goblin husband <laughs> like just leer it like just all up in her business about it and Cop dad's real obnoxious just real obnoxious anyway but like they the show seemed to be really awkwardly trying to set up some kind of a conflict there. Like, as though people can't exist in the same space if there has, if, like, there has been a whiff of, like, sexual tension between them at any time in their lives. Like, she clearly is not into this dude. She's just like, oh, hey, dude. And they're, like, chatting. And he's also a scientist, so they're talking about science. And then cop husband is just, like, giving him the stink eye, and he confronts her later about it, and she's like, literally, what are you talking about? But anyway, the thing that I hated most is that, like, they didn't fucking plan out the society very well. Like, uh, so all of the houses that they live in, all of the walls are either, like, wood slats, like, not solid wood paneling but there's like areas of wood slats they can open and close i assume they don't have like temperature control sure that would be a waste of energy and so it's for like airflow because it's a nice climate um either that or big big ass windows and so when these giant goddamn pterosaurs they're not they're not that big but they're much bigger than like a bird would be are attacking them they're just swooping right the fuck into all their houses and they these people knew that they were going back into a time where there were enormous predatory animals all over the place and like yeah they built a wall but the gaps in that wall are big enough for something like Probably the size of a Great Dane to come through. And can you imagine the, a Great Dane-sized dinosaur if it had big teeth and wanted to eat you? Like, people would be dying left and right. Literally, the so. teenagers slide through the gaps in the wall. Yeah. So, like, humans are big enough to slide through them. Yeah, that'll keep out a T-Rex. But that, like, shit. Can you imagine a scenario where, like, 20 wild dogs just barged into your town and started eating all your babies? Now, imagine that... <laughs> But with dinosaurs. And with wings. Yeah. Well, those aren't even the worst case scenario, I don't think. Yeah. Because they were like swooping around and pecking people, but plenty of people survived. They weren't like, there were like two guys that got mauled, uh, but that's because they were caught out in like the wilderness and didn't have anything to duck under and they were just slowly pecked to death. Yeah. You'd think they'd have some but, protection against pterodactyls. Yeah. I mean, those guys would fuck everyone up. But, um, but yeah, so none of the houses have... Like a panic room, like an interior enclosed room where you can just like lock something out. So like you're totally exposed out there. Anything that can fit through the gaps in the wall is just 
going to bust right through your window or your, like, rickety slats and just eat the fuck out of you anytime it wants. Bad, bad, bad social planning. So that was the thing I hated most about episode three. But, um... I'm I'm generally just with you guys about the characters. Anytime you can, like, reduce a character to, like, two words to describe them, they you're either relying way, way too much on stereotypes or you you haven't you haven't really developed the character at all. So Which like we, we've, we've been doing that this whole podcast yeah. because we don't know any of their yeah, names. There's Doctor Mom, Cop Dad, the, and I'm saying that meaning that those are their their only interests and motivations. Doctor Mom, she's a mom and she's a doctor. That's all she does. Cop Dad, he's a cop and he's a dad. Those are that's the entirety of his motivation. And he's a shitty dad, but a good cop. Yeah. And then there's Shitty Son, who is only a shitty. I would, son. I would have said angsty. Yeah, son. Angsty, okay, angsty, angsty Son. son. He's angsty and he's a son. Smart daughter. Science daughter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't then, do that with the general. I, I feel, feel like, like the general's got yeah. layers. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the, if, the more you get to the side characters, the less you can do that. Yeah. The, the general's really compelling and interesting. The Sixers leader, we haven't seen much of her, but she's compelling and interesting. She's got some motivations, and yeah. I want to know what they are. Like The hippie kids. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the ones are gay, maybe-ish. They're not. Maybe, we're just going to pretend. Sweetheart. <laughs> There was this one scene where the one guy uh, turned up. There's a house that like four, four, four or them, five, yeah, four young adults share together. I presume they're all orphans or something. But um, no, they said that yeah, like one of them they grew up like dad. like their families lived there, but they've moved out already because they have their own jobs. Okay, yeah. she just lives there because she's the one. Okay. Anyway, they're roommates, <clears throat> and the one guy comes home, and the other guy goes like how was work sweetheart and upon hearing that i was immediately like oh yeah there's gay characters and then i was like oh wait that was a joke it that could, was a straight could be that joke. thing those heteros do yeah like, but maybe not i had the same thought process yeah. <laughs> it was ambiguous enough that we're gonna take it as a representation i don't think i don't want to give them points for that because i kind of doubt that it I was, don't think it was but, right, but i'm i'm gonna go ahead and pretend it was i'll i'll but, uh, my head cannon in my heart is uh-huh. that all they're those, definitely ba- they're all banging all like, those all, characters had sexual tension with each other yeah. so <laughs> they're all like really young and attractive and like they're sharing a Hippies. house that doesn't have any solid walls and yeah yeah making moonshine dinosaur whiskey yeah going skinny well not skinny dipping but network yeah. tv skinny dipping yeah I feel like the dad could be described in more than two words if they really leaned into the fact that he was in prison for two years right before the events of the show, and mm-hmm. they don't. He got really... over it real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just that those two years in prison did not phase him like you would think they would. When they show him in prison, it, like his eyes are all bloodshot, he looks kind of gaunt, like the air is supposedly killing him. And then as soon as it's like breakout time, like he just washed all of the like grimy makeup off and like he looked good to go again yeah he was like he was two years ago in the in the flashback that they had mm-hmm. oh that's my other thing uh this is a bit of a negative they really don't explain why they had another kid and for that being like the huge like crux of the first episodes and like at one point the general dude asked him like you were a cop she was a really successful doctor why would you risk it like you didn't think you'd get caught and the dad just goes like, 
I don't need to tell you my personal life. And it's like, well, no, it's a pretty fair question, like, you dumbass. Like, why'd you have another kid? You know, yeah. you're only allowed to have two. Yeah. The world's falling apart. Yeah. Anywho, overall, uh, I think we're all pretty positive on Terra Nova. Everyone digging it? Yeah, uh, I'm definitely interested to watch the next couple of episodes. So, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I really hope they do something with Top Dad and general guy i just want to watch a show about the sixers yeah i hope they show us more dinosaurs yeah i could always do with more dinosaurs three kinds of dinosaurs now right Mm, yeah yeah something so i'm hoping for a new dinosaur lots lots of dragon fruit (laughs) um i'm definitely digging this whole like explore a new colony thing uh evan and i are involved in a larp that's being created called lost colonies it is set in a fantasy world, not in a time-traveling, post-apocalyptic dinosaur world. But one of the ideas I pitched was basically the Sixers. So now watching this, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can uh, gobble up some some colony LARP ideas. Uh, also, if you live in like the East Coast, check out Lost Colonies. <laughs> nice, nice yeah, little segue. Way to plug our LARP, babe. Slide that in there. It was yeah. real Slide subtle. Slide it in. Just yeah. slide in uh, Lost Colonies. Just, Check yeah. it out. Get so, lost. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag get lost. In. See how it feels. Just hashtag LC LARP. I don't think that's a hashtag that they used. I think he made Joe that. made a poll and he said, uh, what, what uh, hashtag should we use? And I picked all of them because I love hashtags. Okay, Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> that was a selfie joke. Oh, God, it hurt. <laughs> Did that wound you deep in your soul? Ronnie's not here. We can shit on it as much yeah. as we want. Selfie sucks. I'm just kidding, Ronnie. You're my favorite host. Don't tell Evan. Was that it? Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think we've uh, we've got any housekeeping to remark on. If we do, Ronnie knows about it, and not yeah. us, because he's the responsible one. Ronnie does all of the work. Yeah, guys. he does so much work. He's going to be editing this, and we fucked up so many times. We did. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Ronnie. Yeah, my bad if I'm kind of (laughs) quiet. Anyway, fuck Firefly! What? Is that that good for a sign-off? That was kind of harsh. You mean you guys, you're never doing Firefly? No. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's accurate, Kim. We are, in fact, never doing Firefly. I'll come back if you guys do Firefly. (laughs) We're never doing Firefly! Boom!